Greetings, everybody. I'm Jeremiah. That's him. She's Vanya. That's me. Welcome to another episode of the Beard and Curls podcast, where culture and creativity meets consciousness. If you're new here, consider subscribing to our YouTube channel. Or follow us on your favorite platform for the latest, most exciting conversations anywhere. Okay, let's do this. Cue that intro. What's up, guys? It's your girl, Margo Bingham. Karen Parsons. You're now tuned in. You're now tuned in. You're now tuned in. You are now tuned in. You are now tuned in to Beard and Curls. 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 Keep it locked. Today, it's just me, Curls. And we're going to be talking about hair, mindset, and purpose with Ona Diaz-Santin, also known as the Hair Saint. She is the CEO of Five Salon and Spa, and she's been featured on Elle, Oprah, and Seventeen magazine, also on Telemundo and Univision. You know her, you love her. Ona, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm so excited. We're going to talk about hair today and anything else that comes comes to our mind. So, so Ona, you've been in the hair and beauty industry for a while. So how were you introduced to this industry? Um, my mom. My mom owned four hair salons different times in her life. And um, I basically, I was the youngest of the girls and I had to go wherever my mom was. So mm -hmm. I grew up, I grew up in a hair salon. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And then what, what are the memories you have like growing up in a hair salon and seeing your mom, um, you know, working in the, in the hair salon, like what were your thoughts? Like, did you know that that was going to be your purpose too? Or when did you realize that? My mom says she knew, she knew early on. Um, she saw me playing around with makeup and hair and every time my aunts and cousins or siblings would come by I, at the age of like two, I was like putting on makeup and, and fixing their hair and, you know, and they would let me because, you know, mm -hmm. I was the baby. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't think I knew until a little bit later when I started um, really showing interest and like, okay, let me sweep the floors and, oh, mom, can I shampoo the clients? And, mm -hmm. you know, and that was a little older, you know, I was, yeah, eight maybe or, or something like that. But my mom says early on, early on, she has uh, pictures of me, you know, trying to like put crazy makeup on my family and fix their hair and, and, mm -hmm. and uh, it just happened that way. Okay. Yeah. So you started when you were eight doing more things. And was there like a specific thing that you enjoyed the most? Um, I would say greeting. I, I've always liked that. So I, the minute someone would walk in, they'd be like, oh, you know, this is Grace's daughter, you know, and I'd be like, hola, you know. Mm -hmm. So I, I think greeting, you know, when it came to like heavy duty labor, you know, sweeping and stuff, every once in a while I would do it. But I think my favorite thing was being um, talkative and, and being in the mix with, with the ladies. Mm -hmm. I think that was fun. Okay. Yeah, that sounds fun. So tell us a little bit about your own salon. Um, well, I like to say that my salon is uh, like a sofrito, like a sazon, right? We have a little bit of everything. Uh, we don't only cater to one particular hair type, which is what I love. Um, we do specialize in many different um, aspects of the industry. So uh, curly girls, um, fashion tones. We have somebody that does air touch and we have other people that focus more on gray blending and, and, mm -hmm. um, so we have a little bit of everything and that's really what makes our salon our family special that we can cater to anyone that walks through 
our doors. And it's such a it's such a good feeling to be able to not turn anyone away and to mm -hmm. say, hey, we speak your language or hey, we, we know you're here. Come on over. And and the fact that we have a spa that we can also do the same thing with skin and um, yeah, toes and, and waxing and all of that stuff. So that's it's beautiful because it's a, like a little sufrito within mm -hmm. one within the walls and, and ceiling of, you know, a building. Yes, yes. No, I like it. So your salon is called Five Salon and, and Spa, right? Mm -hmm. So how did you come up with the name? Oh, so, so my story is a bit in interesting. We'll take it back to beauty school. Mm -hmm. I met a gentleman by the name of Nick, and uh, Nick was doing a demo in my class, and I really liked what he was about and what he was doing at the time. And he was doing a haircut, and I, I, after seeing that haircut, I was blown away, and I said, oh, I, I have to tell him that one day I'm going to work with him. Mm -hmm. And I did. I, I I was in beauty school, and I said, hey, I really like that haircut, and I want to let you know that one day I'm going to work with you. And he goes, oh, okay. And he started chuckling, and, and he was like, I like your spunk, mm -hmm. uh, kid. And after that, years go by, and um, I started as an assistant at Pasquale's. Well, Pasquale's was the old name for five uh, salon five right so mm -hmm. then it was salon five then it turned into five salon and spa mm -hmm. um i had left during uh, my apprenticeship and i started working in a beautiful town called englewood in um new jersey uh still bergen county and i started my career there slowly and worked my way up to stylist and then um i get a phone call i get a phone call from nick and mm -hmm. he goes, hey, Ona, you know, I hear you're doing a lot of noise in New Jersey, and I would love to meet you. And then I'm, and I was like, why is anyone calling me in this salon? Like, I don't get phone calls in this salon. And um, I said, no, you know, I'm totally fine where I'm at, and we're good. And he goes, listen, if you don't like what I have to say, you had dinner with me, and that's it, you know? No hard feelings. It's fine. You know, I'd love to meet you. I said, you know what? What do I have to lose? I was mm -hmm. curious. Mm -hmm. I go to the dinner. And long and behold, it's Nick, the Nick from the school. And I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> so I didn't tell him. So we're having dinner and I'm listening to what he has to say. Basically, he wants me to come over and work with him and he'll train me and it's going to be great. And, you know, you're already making a lot of noise in Bergen County and people know you and blah, blah, blah. And I'm listening to him and I'm like, OK. And then after the dinner, I said, hey, Nick. I want to tell you something. You know that little girl from beauty school that said to you one day you were doing a demo for Miss Goodwin's class, and he knew my teacher, and I, I adore that woman. And uh, he goes, yeah, I do remember. And I said, well, you remember the little girl that went up to you and said, hey, I'm going to work with you one day? And he goes, I do. I said, well, that little girl is me. And he was like, he was blown away. And then I started working there. Um, and started as a stylist and master stylist, worked my way up into training and uh, they leave. So it was Nick and Nula, they mm -hmm. left and Larissa bought the salon, uh, another wonderful woman that I've known for over 20 years and I adore her. And we worked together in the other salon. So she uh, is an esthetician and took care of the spa department, ended up buying the whole salon and then became I, I became creative director. Once I became direct, uh, creative director, I was part of education and that was, you know, my lead. I had to work on education, an education program, building something and, and working from the bottom up, right? And um, Larissa wants to sell and here we are today. I ended up buying 
Mm-hmm. And and that's my story. So I worked there as an, an apprentice when it was called Pasquale's, then it was Salon 5, and now 5 Salon and Spa. And it just so happens that I am the fifth owner of this location. Mm, wow. So it all came together. <laughs> God does not play when he has a blessing with your name on it. Mm-hmm. And I do believe that. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. So how... Like, how is God's role in this whole process? Oh, he he's definitely the owner of everything that I have. Uh, mm-hmm. I know i know who my creator and author of my life is. Um, I am a good admin of his. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when I um, had the opportunity, it was in my 10-year plan, you know, um, I said, okay, well, it's, it's a lot sooner than my 10-year goals, but hey, this is it. And I called my pastor immediately and I said, pastor, you know, I have this opportunity and let me tell you about this opportunity. He goes, okay, well, whose salon is that? And, and then I said, well, well, um, I, I guess it would be my salon if I'm going to buy the salon. And he goes, no, no, you're not understanding me. Whose salon is that? And I said, it's God's salon. And he goes, that's right. Mm-hmm. And he goes, and what do you have to be? And I said, um, I guess a good, you know, manager, a good, he goes, a good admin a good admin for him and, and do his work. And I said, that's right. Mm-hmm. And then I, I said to him, but I'm like, I'm kind of scared. You know, this is like a big step. Like I've done this for 20 at the time. It was like 24, 25 years, you know, and when you work so long behind the chair, you mm-hmm. think operator mode, you think mm-hmm. a person behind the chair and my job is blah, 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 blah. Right. So I, you know, I'm thinking operator and I have to now switch to CEO mode, right? Mm-hmm. But really admin. So what does a good administrative department do, right? So let's look that up, right? And um, that's how that happened. And he said, well, why are you scared? You know that God's children shouldn't be afraid. And I go, that's right. And um, I, I was like, okay, yeah, that's true. I, I have to own that. That's the reality, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. And then he goes, remember, the only one that has to take care of everything is God. All you got to do is your job. What is your job description? And stick to it. So I was like, that's right. And, um, you know, lo and behold, here we are. And I had to close Saturdays because that salon was open on Saturdays. Although I didn't work on Saturdays, the salon was open on Saturdays. I and I would talk. Yeah, and I would talk to my team when we were, you know, in the back room and we're still eating together in the back room. And I'm like, well, you know, one day when I opened my salon and here I am setting the tone, right? It's like God knew, God knew that this was going to happen eventually. And I was like, well, if one day God gives me the opportunity to own a salon, guess what? We got clothes on Saturdays. And my all my teammates are like, you crazy. You crazy. And <laughs> And I'm like, no, but it has to happen because this is it. I didn't work Saturdays. Hey, not your family, not your worker, not your your donkey, not not anything, right? So I'm like, well, I, I gotta stick to that. Because mm-hmm. this is this is it. And guess what? I it was like every opportunity came for a, a something to happen where I wasn't gonna get the salon. And then every day I would say, God, if this is for me, if this is what you have for me, I'm not going to lift not one finger because I'm going to sit right here and you're going to make it happen. Mm-hmm. And every time, every time some, some obstacle came in the way, it was like the sea was parted and here I am, another obstacle under my, you know, under my belt. I'm like, okay, well, wow, God is amazing. Next thing you know, I'm signing papers and I own the salon. 
Mm-hmm. So I said, well, I gotta be my word now because it's one thing saying you're gonna be your word, right? You can say it, but you gotta do it. And especially when you're making promises to God, you better stick to your promise. So I said, wow, whew, this is this is serious. I, it's okay, so now I'm owner. Guess what, I gotta close the salon. Mm-hmm. Effective immediately. Mm-hmm. So now I'm having a meeting with the team and I'm like, well, guess what, guys? I'm the owner and here's Larissa. She's going to say her piece and I'm going to say my piece. And whoever wants to hang out for the ride is, you know, and, and guess what? We're closing Saturdays. And then mm-hmm. we're like, right? What? So that happened. Mm-hmm. And here we are. You know, mm-hmm. God is good. Through a pandemic, glory be to God. Through a pandemic, which I didn't know what was going to happen. God, you know, and I, I just... I kneel down every day and I say, you know, I know my God didn't have this amazing opportunity for me so that he can see me fail. Mm -hmm. You know, I know that's not the God I serve, Mm -hmm. you know, and um, long behold, here we are over 50 days open and and we're okay. You know, we're doing all right. We're doing everything we're supposed to do. We're uh, social distancing. We're doing everything step by step. And I was able through that three three months in a week of being closed to to renovate the space, not mm-hmm. only make it better, but invite the team to something amazing, to, to invite the the family that we are to something better mm-hmm. and and to show our clients that yeah, we were closed, but we are proactive and yes. and, and we know who our God is and he's gonna make it possible. And and here we are. I am so grateful, beyond, beyond grateful. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. I like that. So can you tell us a little bit more why it was important for you to be able to close on Saturday? Because it's a Sabbath day, right? So I'm a seven-day Adventist, and that is the day of the Lord. And it's the only commandment that says remember. So Mm -hmm. I wasn't going to go sit here and say, oh, I'm going to conveniently forget, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I need to be my word, and I need, I need to show my God that I believe because I walk by faith and not by sight. And mm-hmm. even though the enemy will have you thinking that, yes, this is the money-making day and this is where you're gonna do things and 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 by design, believe it, he does have it nice and busy for stylists and salons and owners to, to have that possible. Mm-hmm. But I didn't, I knew that I had to stick to that. I knew that if I went against that, that, that my God would be upset. You know, mm-hmm. and, and who am I serving? You know, and that's that's the real mark right there. Who am I serving? I better be careful. I better be careful and do the right thing. Um, and um, I just said, no, I'm, I'm going to close on Saturdays. And, and whoever's in it for the ride, you know, I, I can promise you that you will be blessed. I can mm-hmm. promise you that that God has big plans for the people that that hang out here. And um, mm-hmm. that's what I did. I said, no, I got to be I have to. I have to listen to what he wants me to do. And um, that was a big, a big move. Um, we did it in less than six months of everything being organized. And um, it was scary. I'm not going to front. I was scared. And, and then I said, you know what? Let's go back to Proverbs 27. Let's mm-hmm. go back to Proverbs 27. I have that on my wall. And every time I begin a little crazy, I turn around and I said, let's read that. <laughs> and, and let's get reminded. Let's get reminded mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. And um, it's been it's been a journey, but it's been a great one. I I can say that we're still open. I can say that he gives you what you need and not what you want sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, and that's okay. Um, and that what I want for the team and myself, yes, 
also it says that, you know, desire, des uh, delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Well, I, I do delight and I do put him first, but it's in due time, in his time, that all the things that maybe I want will happen and they will come to pass, but I got to take it easy because sometimes as humans, we want to we wanna run mm -hmm. and, and we got to learn to crawl. We got to learn to crawl and, and to say, okay, let's humble mm -hmm. ourselves because exactly. the ones that humble themselves will be exalted. So mm -hmm. that's that I'm patient. I'm very patient and I, I wait on him and I, my every move depends on him. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I that's like why. So, so how was it for your team? Because you have to have this, this important conversations with them and they may not believe in your, in your vision. So how was it for you to have to talk with them and, and hear their reaction and, still come up with a solution? Like, how was that process? Um, we had a couple of meetings on it. We had a few and I um, encouraged the conversation. I encouraged the conversation of like, okay, what are you feeling? It wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. There were some that were like, well, do you believe it, it, we're going to be okay? And, um, I, you know, when you do it for yourself and you see that uh, success leaves clues and you're like, well, yeah, I did it. And, and mm -hmm. he's blessed me a hundredfold, you know what I mean? But now I got 20 people that I gotta, you know, say to them, yeah, I, I do believe. So mm -hmm. it was rough. Um, it wasn't easy, especially for a team that works Saturdays, right? Yes. Um, but it's something that I had to stick to because I promised, you know, and when you make a promise, you gotta keep your word. You, you better keep it impeccable. Mm -hmm. And um, it was something that I said, I don't know, because I've never done it with 20 people. I do know because I've done it with myself. And mm -hmm. I know the blessings. I know the blessings that are in my life, right? Mm -hmm. but, I, but I have to be honest. I don't know. No, mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, all I know is that I trust God. And I know that, that he's not going to let me, you know, eat gravel unless I absolutely mm -hmm. have to, 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 to see something, right? Yes. And, and uh, they were like, all right, well, I, okay, I guess we're doing it. I, you know, it was just uh, very like, okay, all right, we'll, tr we'll try it. Mm -hmm. And um, it's been, it's been a blessing, you know, it's been a blessing. Mm -hmm. Yes, I can, I can imagine. Um, so I want to go back to something you said earlier. You said that you enjoyed greeting when you were a kid, right? You, you transition, like you have done a lot of roles, right? So mm -hmm. how, what, like, what are some of the obstacles that you had to overcome? You know, like when you look at all the things that you were good at and you liked and now having to be responsible for a whole team and um, be more like on a strategic level. I think it's a, a mind game, mm -hmm. um, you know, so the enemy will have you think, you know, be scared. Mm -hmm. You're gonna fail, you know, uh, you're a failure. Uh, my favorite, no one likes you. Uh, mm. you, you suck at what you do. You're not good enough. You're never going to be good enough. Um, the, the self-talk had to stop. The self-talk had to stop the negative self-talk. Um, and it's something that I've battled with, you know, I would say since I can remember, you know, you have to look at yourself in the mirror and say, Hey, you're God's child. And God says that you are worthy, that you are um, capable that you are uh, amazing at what you do because he gave you that talent, you know, and um, 
I think that was the most important thing that I had to jump a hurdle or two or three to say to myself, okay, I can't be listening to this negative talk and mm -hmm. I have people that I have to show up for. Not only do I have to show up for myself, but mm -hmm. I got to show up for my family and I got to show up for my team. And yes. I can't, I can't, I can't sit or stand and listen to that negative talk. So things that I would do to ensure anytime that maybe fear would kind of try to creep in, mm -hmm. I have in my office, I have uh, verses, I have Bible verses all over my wall. I have pictures of, of my family on my walls to remind me I have, I have cards that my team have written out for me, maybe on a holiday or, or, or something where I have it on my wall also to remind me of why I am doing what I'm doing and, and who at the end has the ultimate control because control is an illusion that we love to think we have, but at the end it's God. And I, and I have to, I have to submit and want to submit because at the end of the day, nothing else matters, you know? So that, that was the ultimate hurdle that I had to like overcome is, is the fear because fear is a liar mm -hmm. and, and, and know that God has big plans for all his children. God has plans for all his children. And I may not be the best and I may not know everything and I may not uh, be, uh, the ultimate leader or the the ultimate hairdresser but i know one thing i am and that's his child and because i am his child he makes things happen for every one of us so that's mm -hmm. that that was my my big thing is that fear that lie that you're not good enough and that people hate you and be and and all of these things that i had a you know and every once in a while they come mm -hmm. you know I, i'm only human and they're gonna come and these thoughts are only gonna, and I'm maybe not trying to be vulnerable and not showing people my vulnerability. Um, mm -hmm. These are things that I've had to deal with and, and slowly I'm breaking out of that and, and showing people, yeah, okay, I may be scared, but I, I'm gonna read about it, I'm gonna pray about it and I'm gonna be about it. I really like the examples you gave that you have verses, you know, in on on the wall and and um, cards because those reminders keeps you know keeps you focused and and when you're not feeling it, you mm -hmm. you remind yourself with your mind because sometimes we rely on how we feel, but we we have to we have to focus on on the things that God has shown us, you know, in the past and really mm -hmm. we go back to those things when you're not feeling it. Mm -hmm. We talked a little bit about your journey, you know, like how you grew up uh, in the hair and beauty industry, you know, your journey as a as an entrepreneur and all of that. So now I want to transition into talking specifically about hair. So I want to talk a little bit about, about um, specifically curly hair. So what are some of the most common questions that you get from people with curly hair? Uh, what curl type am I? I get that a lot. Um... Do you think my hair is dry? Um, uh, do you think I can wear my hair curly? Is this curly? Uh, mm -hmm. Am I am I doing it right? Um, and I mean the most the, the most most common is probably like, uh, do I look good with this ugly mm -hmm. thing on my head? And I'm like, oh, you mm -hmm. know. So it's all mental, you know. Mm -hmm. That's what I've noticed. It's a mental thing, mm -hmm. you know. And we're attached to those emotions, mm -hmm. you know. Yes. Can you share a little bit about your daily uh, curl routine? 
for me, my hair personally, or yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, I have really very fine, baby fine, and also thin hair. So um, my co-routine is quite simple. I tend to be a, uh, a minimalist with products and pretty much everything. So um, I don't really love clutter. Mm-hmm. So um, I use one product. I either stick to light um, creams or I do a foam. Um, I don't wash every day. I will probably wash every three days. Uh, reason being is that my curl is a 3B, but it's super fine and I have a tendency to get oily. So I don't like my hair looking oily. Mm-hmm. So I'll shampoo, I'll add conditioner, I will wring out the water, and then I will start from the back of the head and work my way up to the crown and then I do the sides and then lastly the top mm-hmm. and from roots to ends I'll go ahead and rake product in. I don't do a shingling method because again my hair is quite fine mm-hmm. and when the curls are kind of clumped together it looks like I have very little hair and um, so I like to do the raking method mm-hmm. and I saturate it really well and I let it air dry. I'm an air dry kind of girl I don't really um, fuss too much with it. What you see is what you get. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I break the cast throughout the day. And then when it gets frizzy and I go to sleep on it, I don't sleep with the piña. I leave my hair out and I wear, um, I use a satin pillowcase. Mm-hmm. And if I have to refresh after sleeping, um, I'll go ahead and use um, my two favorite products, which are either Twisted by Sebastian, the refresher that they have, or the Bumble. Uh, line, mm-hmm. uh, BB curl line that also has a refresher. And um, I'll just refresh a couple of spritz and I don't run my fingers through, but I'll go ahead and um, kind of like massage it in like so vertically. Uh, mm-hmm. When you go horizontally this way, you shorten your curl pattern and mm-hmm. you are susceptible to more shrinkage if you have shrinkage to begin with. Um, so I like a more elongated look. So that's how I refresh. Okay, nice. So somebody who has dry curly hair that wants to try something completely different and doesn't know like how, you know, how to start, like what would be the first step? I mean, it's really individualized in, and a lot of times people think they have dry hair and it could just be coarse hair, right? So mm-hmm. we, uh, I think the most important step would be consultation, right? Um, and um, we love to do long consultations in our salon. Um, a lot of times before clients go into the salon, we've already had a virtual consultation for 30 minutes and we've established exactly where we're gonna go, how we're gonna do it, what technique we're gonna utilize, what products and how you're gonna put those products in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it alleviates once they come to the salon, we know where we're going, we'll do a nice quick, um, summary of what we talked about for the whole 30 minutes and we get right on into it. Um, I think it's very individualized. So for me to be able to say, oh yeah, you have dry hair, well, you can deep condition, Mm -hmm. but do they have dry hair, right? This is something that um, really happens in the consultation process. Um, So I'm very careful with the one size fits all. I I really don't believe in that. Um, What I do is really try to customize the technique, the product for that person in my chair every time they're sitting there, you know? So anyone that sits in my chair, 
it's it's going to be for them versus like, oh, no, I always dry cut. I don't always dry cut. I, I wet cut, too. It, all, it really all depends on the hair. So mm -hmm. dry hair, if it's dry and it is dry, then I would go ahead and do treatments. Um, a lot of times it could also be low porosity hair. You don't know until you see it and you're in in the hair and, and you're really focusing on what's happening at hand. Um, I normally would do uh, like pre-poos depending if the hair is um, really, really damaged, then I would, I would do then um, protein treatments. If the hair is just resistant, then I would go ahead and do oil treatments. So it really just, it, it really depends on seeing the hair, talking to the client and, and really customizing it for them. So I, I always say the most important thing is the consultation. So that one size fits all, like I have dry hair. Oh yeah, I have dry hair too. That, that could be a very sticky con you know, conversation. Why? Mm -hmm. Because I may have dry hair, but it's also fine and coarse. Mm -hmm. You may have dry hair, but guess what? Yours is thick and coarse, you know? So what I'm gonna use is definitely not going to be what you're gonna use. And so that's, that's why it's so, 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 so important to have that in-depth conversation. So let's talk about swimming. Do you have any tips for, for curly hair people, like when it comes to swimming? So if you are going to be swimming in chlorine, the most important, important tip for any hair type is to wet your hair with tap water first because 80% of it gets absorbed. Um, first, and then the last 20 will be the icky chlorine water. The other thing is that you don't want to shampoo with regular shampoo. It's not going to come out. You're going to have to use something um, like Ultra Swim that you can easily get at any drugstore. And it's awesome because it removes any of the chlorine that's still left in your hair. Uh, chlorine is very similar to like a lightener or something. It doesn't stop um, working in the hair so you you really want to make sure you get that out otherwise it's just in your hair eating up your hair and that's not good so you want to use uh, ultra swim get that out the minute you get out you want to wet your hair before you go into the water that's why you see a lot of swimmers they they jump in a shower before they go swimming well a lot of it yes is temperature but it's also let's wet our hair let's do what we got to do put a cap on and go out swimming um So that would be my main two very important tips. And also, if you're going to be out in the sun, hey, why aren't we using sunblock? We use sunblock on our skin. Well, there's also sunblock for hair. We should be taking care of our hair. And that's super, 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 super important. Not using oil because oil in the sun, what happens to your skin? So what we don't want is your scalp getting all um, cracked up and, and burnt because we have oil. A lot of times people for some reason think, oh, I'm gonna put oil in my hair and I'm gonna do a hot oil treatment. Yeah, well, when you're in the sun and you're putting oil on your scalp, something that hardly ever sees the sun, if your hair is up, forget about it. You're just gonna end up with a lot of blisters and, and, and skin that's burning right off. So sunblock for the hair, put it on your skin as well on your scalp and you're good to go. That's interesting. I've never used the sunblock for my hair. Like, is that like a, like a specific thing for hair or do you have to use like the regular sunblock? Um, no, no, there's, there's an actual sunblock for hair. Okay. Uh, one of the lines that makes it is uh, Kerastase. We have Imi also that has a UV protectant for hair. 
you do want to do that. That's super, super important. People never look at hair as being uh, like, oh, I don't need sunblock. You do because it's also very drying. And, and, and if you're in salt water, that's another thing, you know. So mm -hmm. you definitely want to be using the proper um, products in your hair. Yeah. So is it different salt water than, um, than pool water when it comes to how you want to, you know, treat your hair? Or is it the same concept? Um, I, I would say salt water is better for the hair, but it's still, it's still, you know, drying, right? So, but chlorine is something that doesn't come out where salt water, you know, you can remove it out. So that's why you definitely need that ultra swim when you're swimming in chlorine. Okay. But they're both, listen, if you're in the sun, it's very drying. Have you ever gone into the beach and you come out and your hair feels like, hey, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, wow. And then the wind hits it. So it's very, very drying. Uh, you mm -hmm. just want to take care of it. The minute you're done swimming and doing your amazing activities outdoors, which one day hopefully soon we'll be doing uh, mm -hmm. after this pandemic, um, that's important. So yeah, okay. you definitely want to take care of your hair. That's good to know. It's, it's interesting because I would normally wash my hair, um, wash my hair before I go swimming, just be because I want to detangle my hair before I go swimming. Because when I swim and it's detangled, like when I come out, the curls are very, very fresh. So that's mm -hmm. the reason why I would do it. But I didn't know that. Um, so the thing you explained earlier about 80% of water going into your hair before you go um, to swim. So I didn't know that part. So I was doing it without knowing. So um, so now, you know, it's, it's good that I know now. So I'm going to look into the the sunscreen and mm -hmm. yeah, just to make sure I keep protecting my hair. And that's important. Mm -hmm. Beautiful hair is just hair that's healthy and, and, and flourishing, right? So mm -hmm. we just gotta, we gotta keep doing that no mm -hmm. matter where we are, whether it's outside, whether it's indoors, we, we have to make sure that we are taking care. We take care of our skin. We take care of our face. We gotta take care of our hair. It's just another extension to, to our body. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So out of everything that you've accomplished so far, like what are you the most proud of? Um, mm, um, I, I would say I'm grateful that I, uh, that God has blessed me with three children. Mm -hmm. I'm super proud that um, I'm married 22 years now. Mm -hmm. um, I would say my family. Uh, I'm proud that I teach my children that it's okay to be Latina and it's okay to be a CEO. Um, and it's also okay if you are an employee, uh, so long as you are showing them that you are reaching for new heights, that you are showing them that hard work pays off. Um, and most important that if you put God first, everything will fall into place. And when they don't, you mm -hmm. still have your, your faith and, and he's carrying, carrying you during those times. Mm -hmm. So I think I'm most important, you know, most proud of that, that I'm showing children that look like me that si se puede, that you can. Mm -hmm. Si se you puede. Know? I like that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, how, where can somebody find you online? Uh, well, my IG handle is underscore the hair saint. You can mm -hmm. find me on Pinterest, Instagram. You can find me on Facebook. Mm -hmm. uh, and the salon is also five, the number five salon spa, mm -hmm. five salon spa on Instagram, on Pinterest, on Facebook. We also have a TikTok. So come on through and visit us on TikTok. Mm -hmm. And um, 
that's it. Thank you so much for everything you shared. Thank you so much. And thank you to your husband. And God bless mm -hmm. you guys. And if you're ever in my area, please come visit. Well, there you have it, folks. That's our show for today. Thanks again for tuning in. And as always, like it or not, Beard and, and Curls is the new his and hers. hers.